Hello and welcome to the Black Arrows Employment Team podcast where you have your very own employment lawyer in your pocket. My name is Simon Allison. I'm head of Black Arrows Employment Team. This podcast is aimed at business owners and HR managers and aims to keep you on the straight and narrow with your staff. Welcome to season four. This season contains the one with the Bert and Ernie cake and the one with the Pimlico plumbers. So when it hasn't been your day, your week, your month or even your year, sit back and listen to Employment Lawyer in Your Pocket podcast. Hello, welcome to this week's podcast. This was entitled The One with Potential Data Breach. Let me welcome along Jack and Ruth. Hi guys, how are you doing today? Not too bad, yeah. Morning Simon, morning Ruth. Morning. All is well in the boilhood. Good stuff. So today's chat is on the one with the potential data breach. What is it all about, Ruth? Um, So today we're looking at uh, data breach. Cases of big personal data breaches are increasingly making the news. So we'll look at what constitutes a data breach and what organisations can be doing to protect against them happening. Interesting. Is that stuff like Facebook and all that, Ruth, and Cathay Pacific and the NHS ransomware and all that kind of stuff? Um, yeah, all of them uh, are different types of data breaches um, at different sort of attacks that there have been in at different levels. So that's exactly what we're looking at. Um, but also a potential for internal breaches where employees go rogue rather than it being an external threat to your business. Rogue. Rogue. Okay, so what exactly is a data breach under the new rules, Ruth? So... Under the new rules, it's a breach of security leading to the accidental or unlawful destruction, loss, alteration, unauthorised disclosure of or access to personal data. Gosh, that's a bit wordy, isn't it? (laughs) Really rolls off the tongue. um, (laughs) But it it essentially includes accidental and deliberate security breaches. And it really means that a personal data breach is more than just losing um, personal data. Okay. Interesting. So basically, it's all tied into this word security then. So if there's no security breach, then there's no data breach? Yes, exactly. Um, there needs to be a data breach, uh, sorry, a security breach to be a data breach, but a security breach doesn't always equal a data breach. Yep. You could have someone breach your security but not get any personal data. Sure, that makes sense. Okay. So examples of potentially um, personal data breaches include, number one, a third party hacking your systems. Um Number two, a letter to an employee with another employee's information. Number three, leaving salary review documents on a train. Um, Or number four, employee looking at customer records they don't need to. Yep, all of them would be examples. Okay. It could also be just as simple as leaving a document at the printer, which another member of staff picks up and and looks at. You know, that kind of happens quite a lot in in organisations. In Black Jack. So that would be if you're copying a client's ID, maybe. Yeah, something like that, that if you printer, left that. Yeah. Or a check or something, perhaps. Exactly. Okay. Um, so it, it's it's important to remember they can be external or internal breaches. So external has a slightly higher risk um, attached to it because the information is available out of the organisation, but you, you still need to be protecting against internal, like something left at the printer and they get access to a check or, or ID type idea. Okay, that makes sense. And we're talking all about personal information and data a lot here. So just to be clear, this is information that relates to an identified or identifiable individual, like a name, uh, employee number, address, dates of birth, dates of birth, and things like that. Hmm, okay. Yeah. Could also include job title, Ruth. Do you think it possibly could? So, hmm. um, if there's only one person in the organisation that has that job title, 
um, then that would be personal information. So if you, even if you were just talking about chairman, if there's only one mm. chairman, then that's potentially personal data. Or okay. if you've got a job title plus another piece of information, um, so like an age range, for example, so you've okay. got one very young partner, mm -hmm. um, then you know that kind of ties it into yep. that particular person that's all about becoming identifiable. Okay, yeah. so we've covered potential data breaches. How can employers protect against potential data breaches then, Ruth? So essentially keep your data secure. Um, to do that, you need to put in place appropriate technical and organisational measures. So any ideas in the room what a technical measure might be? Oh, um, what do you think, Jack? Technical measure. Sounds like two-page, Jack. No, no, no. <laughs> um, perhaps passwords, you'd say? Yes, that's a good one. That's, that's kind of the most obvious one, probably. Mm. So keep passwords personal. What's my password, Jack? Marie, 1975. <laughs> no, it's, it's changed, actually. It's changed someone I love second to Marie. Santa Paws. <laughs> it is, you're right. Santa Triple Six. I'll change that. Okay, I'll change that. I know your password, Dan, I think about it. I know your password. Your password I changed about eight years ago. It is I love, four-letter word, ends in K. <laughs> work. Starts I love work. <laughs> I love work, isn't it? Did you clarify that quite quickly? <laughs> okay, so password is a good example, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's a good one. What examples do you have, Jack? Uh, like the wee device at the staff entrance to Blackadders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, pin, kind of pin, number pin, to get pin code to get in, yeah. Or one of the swipe, you know, where you get the cards to swipe in. That's swipe another technical cards. measure. Okay. Um, CCTV, potentially? Yeah. Um, alarms and, and all that, the sort of stuff that ties in with the security there. Disabling lost phones, Jack. Any examples to give? It reminds me of that time when Birmingham went off. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes. Very, very expensive yes, Blackadders yes, Microsoft yes, phone. Yes, and, yes. Um, Phoned the IT guy and uh, Graham at the time, and let's just say that he was uh, had a very disappointed tone in his voice. <laughs> when I, <told> him. <laughs> well, I was disappointed, uh, Jack. Never mind, Graham. So he had to disable it. Yeah, and had to turn it to a brick so that they can't get in. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Confidential shredding as well, potentially. Yeah, that that's another one. I kind of you know any information that's not needed, getting it shredded or into bags taken away for shredding. Type okay. Thing. Good stuff. Um, so, and the other one was organisational measures. So, any ideas on what they might be? Mm. Putting you on the spot now. Mm. How about training staff? Yeah, definitely. And that's a key staff. one, I think. That's a, a definite for anybody to Policies, do. procedures, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so putting them in place and, and training staff on, on that. Okay. Could you just hire, hire somebody to deal with all the privacy stuff? Yeah. Um, I think that's a really popular one at the moment a lot of people not necessarily a data protection officer but somebody to deal with privacy definitely they're, they're doing that okay i take it if you've got any contractors or guests in the office it's a big no-no presumably just to have them give them free rent to swan about the office yeah. uh, unaccompanied definitely um, and you know sort of signing signing in it's good practice because you know who's in the building obviously if there's a fire but um it means that you know who's there and where they're going yeah. questioning them if you don't think they should be somewhere, I suppose, as well. Okay, that sounds good to me. Um, and the other one, just on from the policies, would be actually enforcing them. Well, you know, there's no point in having them there and kind of letting folk away with anything. So disciplining folk who potentially breach. Yeah, yeah. so you need to do more than just pay lip service to the policies. Yeah. Um, and I think that probably just being careful not to go overboard in protecting data, you do need to take it seriously and try to do it, but it all needs to be proportionate. Um, you know, if you've got, if you make it too difficult for people to access data, you're just going to stifle mm. things and then probably get more um, data breaches because people are printing off more data 
sure. to make sure they've got it accessible and that type of thing. Yeah. Sure, sure. So what should employers be doing to protect against breaches, do you think, Ruth? Um, yeah, so we've covered a few of them there, but putting in measures that are proportionate to the organisation. So you need to look at um, the, the sort of threats and risks that there are, assess them on an, an ongoing basis. Okay. Um, so looking at passwords in particular, change default passwords on new devices. You know, don't just leave it as 0000 for pin mm. codes or, or whatnot. Or Santa Paws 666, which will be changed. Yeah. Well, that's the like, keep <laughs> them secret. So <laughs> Shut up, Jack. <laughs> 766. <laughs> come on, get on with it, people. Come on, come on, come on. Um, blacklist common password choices is, is another one. So don't let people pick password as a password. Surprising yeah. number of people that, that do do that. Mm. Not in Blackadders. Out with Blackadders, obviously. <laughs> okay. That's um, my password on my, you know, how you can access your pay slips. You need a password to get into them. Mine's a password, but there's a few few cheeky digits after that. So. <laughs> One, two, three, <laughs> zero, zero, zero. Negative. <laughs> okay. Um, and I suppose encouraging a mixture of uppercase, lowercase, special characters, numbers, that type of thing, so that it's difficult to guess. Um, okay. But not using passwords if they're not needed. So things like payslip, you know, making sure that they're password protected, but just getting into a general Policy document probably doesn't need a password, so okay, don't use sure. it there. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense to me. Um, and then the, the sort of second one would be if an employee is leaving um, the organisation, change access codes on the door um, to the building, get all the devices back, um, keys, etc., so that they can't get in to actually get data, change yeah. permissions so that you can't access remotely mm-hmm. um, systems anymore. It protects personal data as well as any commercially sensitive data that you might have, um, sort of stops any breach of confidence there as well. Um, have a system to monitor access. So, you know, if you're getting pings that somebody's accessing at home when they shouldn't be, um, you maybe look at why are they doing that? That kind of raises questions. Okay. Um, that's on an IT system, but, you know, you'd mentioned the CCTV as well. Um, if you get somebody, whether it's an employee or an external break-in type thing, make okay. sure that you've got the CCTV to see that. Okay, okay. Um, back up your data. Um, in a secure way so a mm-hmm. pen drive make sure it's password protected so that they can't access the pen drive but it stops you'd mentioned the NHS uh, ransomware Jack but if it's all backed up even if it's then ransomware so you can't access it you've got a backup which kind of helps your business continuity side of things okay yeah. that makes sense to me so that's what the IT guys do all day then is it yeah, so up. that's the kit. You know, you get it kind of backed up. <laughs> what did you all day, Jack? What did you all day? What did you exactly all day? Right, Kevin, he drinks a lot of tea, <laughs> Right, come on, get on, come on, come on, move on. <laughs> Holy um, smokes, Jack. An enemy yeah. created. Yeah, and I suppose not making too many copies as well. As I've said, if you've got 50 pen drives when you only need one, there's a risk that you're going to lose more of them than you than you needed. Okay. Um, and last one. Uh, thinking about it, just training your staff, you know, an initial training session, um, but a refresher um, on a regular basis as well, okay. keeping them up to date and making sure that they're thinking about data protection and, and sort of privacy on an ongoing basis. So the training should let staff know about their individual responsibilities too. Everyone is a cog in the privacy machine. Exactly. <laughs> is that fair? Yes, that's exactly it. <laughs> okay. And I think it's also important to highlight as well to let the staff know that if they deliberately try and access or disclose personal data, data, um, data, data. Come on. Oh. <laughs> it might be a criminal offence. That's, yeah. that's the scary one for individuals. Yeah. What about this? Something that I... Um, 
training myself to get better at <laughs> is the clean desk policy after the paper light system that we now operate. Yeah. Yeah, again, I mean, that's an easy one probably, um, I say that, but an easier one to sort of include just helps prevent data breaches because nothing's lying out that somebody could lift and then you don't realise has gone or anything like that. Sure. Um, yeah, your desk. Your yeah. desk, okay, Jack, isn't it? Pretty, yeah, it's not it's too bad. It's pretty clear. It's just a lot. I've got a lot of um, law society journals and textbooks, but yeah. Yeah. nothing that's got any personal data. Okay. Yeah. Make sure drawers are lost, locked, I suppose, or cupboards locked if you've got a clear desk policy. I'll measure key cap, kept Jack. Anyway, let's move on. Yeah. So, okay, so um, our top three tips. So, I've gone for typical Ruth fashion. Um, I've got four. Typical. Ah, well, no, Ruth, no. come on, I, I Ruth. Say, I say three and a half. Three and a half <laughs> okay. tips. So okay. corporate, Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> okay, tip number one, go for it, Ruth. Um, assess the vulnerabilities in your organisation, looking internally as well as externally. Okay, tip two. Take proportionate steps. Um, there's a lot of simple steps that can be taken and probably people are already doing, just maybe not called data protection. Okay. And tip three? Um, monitor on an ongoing basis, so both access to personal data as well as the vulnerabilities and update um, your steps if needed. Okay, and tip? Uh, 3.5. 3.5. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was just like, I didn't feel it would be um, finished without saying report a data breach if it happens to the information commissioner within 72 hours. Oh, okay. Um, otherwise, there's a fine for non-compliance with the rules. But that's a whole other topic, so we'll leave that to <laughs> Okay, <laughs> good stuff. That includes that. Okay, let's go back and change our passwords, people, shall we? Me and Jack Bertley. Very much so. Okay, that's cool. Let's go cheers and cheerio. Cheers, Ruth. Bye now. Thanks very much. Bye-bye. <laughs>